Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the MovieCast. It's your host. And today, we have an episode. Um, I do my favorite requels, which according to Scream, Scream 2022 rules, they are soft reboots that have a, have a new cast, but they have supporting characters from the original ones that um, support the main character. Um, legacy characters. So, I'm going to do that. I have a review for... I have a, quite a bit of reviews. I have a review for The Batman. So, that's going to be a pretty good review. The Atom Project, Turning Red, and Dog. So, it's going to be a pretty good episode. Um, we also got a trailer. A couple of trailers today we're going to go over. Um, so, yeah, let's just get right into it. Okay, so now for our news topic of this week's podcast. I do have a pretty long list, considering that it has been a little bit over a month since I posted, which is pretty bad. I know I took a big-ass break that I probably shouldn't have, and I definitely should have gotten top of my game, um, but I just really started slacking, like, and got pretty bad, and... I will definitely try to do better in the in the future. But let's just get on with it. Um so for the first bit of news, I have news about Sean Levy will be directing Deadpool 3. From what it looks like Deadpool or Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds do have a pretty good um actor director relationship that a lot of that a lot of people have and there's also a lot of actor actor things that a lot of people do and I'll definitely have to do an episode on like actors that are constantly in movies together kind of like Dwayne Johnson Kevin Hart some other people Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg have been in a couple Uh, not as many as I think there's the other guys in the two daddies home yeah I don't think there's that many more more um but yeah so um he probably won't be in it but i'll definitely have to do an episode on that um but i'm really excited for deadpool 3 deadpool the original was amazing um so hilarious i love ryan reynolds in that role it's like he was made for it and um deadpool 2 was a lot better or a lot a little bit worse it just didn't hit on the same thing and i feel like cable was an awesome addition to Deadpool 2, and I love um, Cable and um, Colossus trying to duke it out, and it's hilarious, but um, I don't really like the post-credit. The post-credit scene's awesome, don't get me wrong, but it kind of just screws up the entire timeline, and I know that it it's not going to be um, canon. Um, his time travel changing thing's not going to be canon since he's in... Um, MCU now, and, well, he's gonna be in MCU, and that's still in the MCU laws, so it's definitely gonna be, um, it should be the same rules as it was in Avengers Endgame. Okay, so, William Hurt has died at the age of 71. Um, I actually got this notification when I was halfway through the Batman movie, which I will get into later, um, and I definitely... And we're really late to this one. Um, but he played Thunderbolt Ross in the MCU. Rip, um, true legend. He definitely will be missed. Although there is a couple 
speculations and stuff surrounding him that I, that I won't get into. Um, but his like ex-wife or something's making claims that I don't know are true, but they could be. So I don't know. A Kung Fu Panda series is in the works at Netflix with Jack Black reprising his hit role as Poe. I don't know. Um, I feel like it's just going to be one of those crappy ones like the How to Train Your Dragon series on there and the Turbo series and the uh, Captain America series. I I mean, Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants series wasn't that, but I I actually watched all of it. I can't believe I did that, but my brother really loved it. So I just sat there and I actually watched the entire Captain Underpants series, which was kind of insane, but I did it. So, but I'm excited. I hope that the animation is as good as it was in the movies and it's not like... Like, the Captain Underpants movie, the animation was pretty good. And then the series is just drawings. Like, just point out drawings. And it's just not as good as it was in the movies. But I hope it's they keep some of that. Hopefully they reply, reprise everyone's role, like Jackie Chan and everyone. I really hope they all get their um, roles back. J.K. Simmons confirmed that he will play Commissioner Gordon in the upcoming Batgirl film. Excited! I'm definitely excited for this Batgirl film. Um, it looks sick. It's de- it, well, since um, J.K. is playing it, it's definitely going to be DCEU. J.K. just looks like the perfect Commissioner Gordon. Him and the actor from The Dark Knight. Sorry for not knowing his name. From The Dark Knight Trilogy. Sorry for not knowing his name. But those two, they look like they could play Jim Gordon. And they were perfect casting in the role. Um, and I definitely... I'm glad that um, he's going to be in the Batgirl film. Grant Feely will play a young Luke Skywalker in Obi-Wan Kenobi. And that's coming up pretty quick, so get ready for it. Buy your merch or whatever. Buy your Star Wars stuff and get ready for Obi-Wan because it's coming. I'm pretty sure this Memorial Day weekend. So it's coming out like with uh, Top Gun Maverick, um, which is going to dominate it. And a bunch of other, or a couple of other great films. But it's definitely going to be awesome. So, get ready for that. It's going to be sick. Sydney Sweeney has been cast, along, cast alongside Dakota Johnson and Madam Webb. I, I, I haven't seen Sydney Sweeney in that much. Um, I know she's... I've heard that she's a pretty great actor. Um, I don't... I haven't really seen her in anything besides... Uh, um, what's that one movie called? I'm stupid. Um, hmm. I don't know. I think I just forgot it. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was it. Um, so she's really great in that. And I really hope. And I'm really excited for it. So Sydney Sweetie is definitely going to be pretty good in the role. Um, Dakota Johnson, of course. She too is going to be in it. So I'm looking forward to it. Two pretty big roles. Good roles. Um, actually, I'm not really looking forward to it. I'm just... Sony's just trying to keep st- um, Spider-Man, but whatever. So, that's that um, for Dakota Johnson as that Spider-Lady or whatever. Okay, so now, um, Scream 6 will officially begin filming in June and will be released March 31st, 2023, if all goes to plan. That is, if there's no more COVID-19 outbreaks, which God pray that they don't make no goddamn COVID-19 outbreaks. Like, I'm actually going to be pissed. Like, please don't do that ever again. Um, I do not want to deal with that, especially with the closed theaters, because it just got to back up. And I just saw, like, 
a bunch of good new movies in it. And so, I'm definitely not wanting that. But, um, love Scream. I uh, love the entire franchise. Did, a uh, last episode, I reviewed them all, ranked them all, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, but that was a while ago. That was like a month ago. So, Scream 6 will begin filming in June. Yeah. So next, Christopher Lloyd has been cast in season three of The Mandalorian, which is hopefully going to be released this summer. I doubt that it will be, but I'm, I'm hoping to see it by the end of the year. Um, although I am doubting, I have my doubts about when it's going to be released, but that's my hopes. Uh, I wonder who Christopher Lloyd's going to play, because there's a lot of great um, characters from the Clone Wars that haven't been in there. There's also... A lot of great opportunity to create new characters, so the option, the the possibilities are literally endless. So, um, really excited. Maybe he's cast as a villain, or maybe as a like as a role model or something to Din, as he, I don't know, um, like that can show up and give him guidance throughout the next couple seasons. Can't wait to see Baby Yoda. He's my boy, and he's literally everyone else's boy. So, can't wait. Um, definitely looking forward to it. Christina Ricci has been cast in Tim Burton's Wednesday for Netflix. I don't know what this is. I just love Tim Burton, so that's the only reason why I'm mentioning it. Um, love Tim Burton. Love his Batman movies. Um, he's a he's a he's a um, certified icon. Definitely um, love every. All of his work, and, well, most of it. He does have he has some stinkers, but he, for the most part, he's pretty good. The Flash has been renewed for season nine, and there's no signs of it stopping. Like, um, I'm excited for it. Um, they've had there oh, quite a bit of weird stuff happening. Ralph Dibney's actor got screwed over. Um, well, it was his fault, but. He's being a dick on Twitter, um, but he he got canceled, uh, and it's just being, and I really don't think that they've had a good season since season four. Entertaining, it's been, they've all been good, but their the comedy has been one of the great things that I've loved about the past seasons, um, like Cisco and everyone, and Cisco, I love when Barry was a little bit naive, it was awesome. So, yeah, so that's that. Um, Superman and Lo- Lois has also been renewed for season three. Um, I have not seen season one or two of Superman and Lois. I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, I've seen episode one, though, and I did love it. Um, I love that he has twins. They just skip all the extra origin story stuff, and they just go straight into it because they know that everyone knows his origin. If they've seen the co- if they've read the comics, if they've seen the the old ass series, they've seen Man of Steel, they've seen Superman with um with uh, Christopher Reeves, they've seen I don't know, there's probably another one, um, <laughs> but um they've definitely all been great. Uh, they've all been great origin stories, but I'm glad that they just skipped over it for this interpretation and just went right into. Um, that Superman and Lois are married, they have kids, just like that, and it's amazing, um, definitely my favorite way to introduce Superman and Lois, I know that Superman was already introduced in the Flash and stuff, but I definitely like this better, and then I don't have to 
pay attention. They just kind of briefly explain it in like a five-minute Clark Ken walkthrough. It's pretty pretty great, um, and you don't have to waste your um, waste your time with all the origin story stuff that you already know. And yeah, so now Misha Collins has been cast to play Harvey Dent in the CW's Gotham Knights pilot. Um, Gotham Knights, I'm pretty sure, is going to be the... Wait, no, it's CW. I don't know, bro. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Because um, I know that there's going to be a... Um, like, say, uh, Arkham Asylum series or something that's going to have um, Colin Farrell as, in, as Penguin that's part of the... Um, as part of the Pattinson-verse, Pattinson, um, so I don't really know that much, but I'm definitely excited. Um, I don't really know anything that Misha Collins is in. Um, I think he's a pretty new actor. I think he's been in... uh, I don't think he's been in very... I don't think he's really been in anything. Um, he's, he's... Castile on the, in Supernatural, and he was in Encounter, I don't know, um, that was directed by Michael Pierce, it wasn't, it was okay, so yeah, that's pretty much all I have about that, I don't really know, um, the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been delayed to spring 2023. Um, it is an animated movie, so if you won't like animated DC films, you're probably bummed. Um, I know I was a little excited for it, but I, I really don't, I really don't know. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. Um, but it does look pretty interesting. Um, King Shark looks sick. Harley Quinn looks, has a pretty good character design. Um, so I'm definitely gonna check it out. So Marvel and Marvel Studios is working on a Nova project. It is unknown whether it will be a Disney Plus series or a full out movie. I would love for it to be a movie. Um, I'm not even gonna lie. Um, Nova is a pretty good character, um, and I love for them to expand on the Nova Corps. Maybe have missions in space, which could be like a Disney's Plus show. But I would really like for it to be a no, uh, just a movie. Um, but it is unknown whether or not what it will be. So, <sighs> okay. So next we have Anna Lore joins the CW's Gotham Knights as Stephanie Brown. I probably should have said that with the last Harvey Dent update, but whatever. Um, don't know anything she's in at all, so can't really say much. She might be in like a series or two that I've seen, maybe. Um, I think she's a pretty new actor. She's been in a couple things, but I don't know. I haven't really seen her. Nothing compared to Samuel Jackson. Um, so, um, definitely don't know who she is, but I'll I'll probably check out a couple Gotham Knights episodes when it does air. Sharon Stone has been cast as Victor- Victoria Cord, the antagonist in Blue Beetle. So there's like a lot of speculation whether or not she's related to like or like a gender swap of like one of the main or some random character that I'd never know of. Um, DC lore, am I right? I only know Marvel like lore. Um, I I'm I'm into both, but I'm more of an MCU nerd than DC. Although I do enjoy both both a lot. Just that Marvel has had a lot more hits than DC has in the past. 
like this is like 2008, so like a long time. So yeah, so Sharon Stone, Victoria Cord, Blue Beetle, yeah. So okay, so now a prequel series for it is in the works at HBO Max, and it will be titled Welcome to Derry. Derry, of course, being the town that the events of It takes, or the It movies take place. Um, I was a big fan of the rebooted ones. First one was definitely better. Second one was pretty solid. And then, of course, there was the original that I didn't really like at all. But it was pretty good. Um, I didn't really have a problem with it besides the... Um, or besides, or in the new ones, I don't really have a problem with. It's just that I don't really like the, um, like, I love James McAvoy, but I just don't really like some of the, um, characters. Like, some of them had a lot less growth than they did in the originals. And I'm pretty sure that the original was, like, something like four hours long, but it was a miniseries, so it definitely had more time and to grow and stuff. Um, we definitely didn't get enough of some characters in that one, too. Um, but I am excited for it. I think it's going to be like a Pennywise origin story. Um, but I don't know. It's literally, like, anything you want. Because, like, he was around for a long time before um, these kids. The Losers Club stopped him or whatever. So, it's going to be pretty fun. Okay, so now it's time for probably the second saddest thing. And it's Bruce Willis is retiring from acting due to his diagnosis of, of aphasia, which is a language disorder caused by brain damage, rendering the ability to communicate, which really sucks. He's been an amazing actor. He's shaped so many great films, including ones that I haven't seen yet, but it's definitely on the list. He he played in Unbreakable, which is, his I think, his only superhero movie, Die Hard. Definitely his most iconic role, J.J. Joe Retaliation. Um... He's in um, the Expendables. Um, he was he was in a lot more. He was in the Sixth Sense. He was in Pulp Fiction. Bunch. He's in a ton more than that. But those are just to name a few. Um, he's such an incredible actor. Um, he will be missed in the film franchise or in the film industry. And I really, um, we're all gonna miss him. And I hope that he um, makes these um, his the rest of his years. Really nice. I hope he enjoys his retirement. He definitely deserves it. Doctor Strange 2 is officially 2 hours and 6 minutes, which is a little bit disappointing for some fans. I can't say that I'm disappointed, but I am disappointed. Um, I was hoping that it would be at least 2 hours and a half, if not 2.40. Um, but we did get a lot of him in um, No Way Home. Well, a, we got a suitable amount of him in um, Spider-Man Away Home. He did disappear into the mirror dimension for a large majority of the film, but it was pretty um, great, and I love Doctor Strange. The trailers look amazing, and yeah. Spy Kids is officially getting a reboot for Netflix. There is originally going to be one that was casted Jason Momoa, but they don't really... They I think they scrapped it, um... So I don't really know what they're else they're gonna do with this new one, but I can only assume that it's gonna be pretty good. Well, I like the original Spy Kids, just never got, really got big into it. I remember I liking it when I was like six, five, um, because they were on TV, like normal television, you know, the ones with the commercials. It was on that, so um, 
Um, I watched one of them and I really enjoyed it. So, kind of liked it. I don't remember which one it was, but it was I def I liked it a little bit. Okay, so for the final bit of news, Percy Jackson series at Disney Plus finds its lead in the Adam Project star Walker Walker Scobell. Walker Scobell definitely looks like a great Percy Jackson. He definitely has a little bit of growing up to do. Or a little, he he doesn't look as mature as Percy Jackson in my opinion, but he's definitely a pretty good choice. Cause like I love the original Percy Jackson, he definitely looked really great. Um, I'm I'm interested in who they're gonna cast as Annabelle or Annabeth, sorry, and Grover, because those two were pretty great castings. Like the char- the actors who um casted the original trio were all really good actors. So, um, I really hope that we get the same chemistry. As we in this series, as we did in the original duology, they definitely should have made three of them, but they kind of totally just messed up the entire timeline in um, Sea of Monsters or whatever. Um, like it was completely different than the books. Like it just completely skipped over so much that the book had, and I think that was its greatest weakness. Um, it just rushed into things way too much and tried to finish the entire Percy Jackson franchise. And two movies, and that's definitely something that you're not supposed to do. But the original one was definitely a great interpretation. And now, one of my favorite parts is Vegas, and like they, um, her, it's Vegas, it's either Vegas or Hollywood. But they're both really good. So definitely go check those two Percy Jackson movies out if you haven't already, because they're both pretty, pretty enjoyable. Um, if you like Greek myths and stuff like that. So that does it for all of our news segments, finally. <laughs> Um, so if you want to, um, stick around, got a couple, got five reviews. Um, I got top 10 requels. I got some other, I got a lot of good stuff coming up. So be sure to stay tuned. This, the news isn't, the news isn't just what, hopefully what you're here for. So yeah. Okay. So now it is time for my top 10 favorite requels. And I want to give a shout out to my friend, Luke Daniels to helping me create this list and giving me a couple of these um, films because that um, that I because it's kind of there have, there aren't that many requels that I've seen and he really helped me out a lot so thank you Luke Daniels XP also shout out to Dom um, both are both true friends and I definitely appreciate your friendship so shout out to you guys and let's get into it. So, for number one, I have Star Wars, The Force Awakens. I don't think, I don't know why anybody hates this. I really love it. I ate this crap up. It was amazing, in my opinion. Definitely had a lot of great moments. Um, opened the world to a whole new universe of Star Wars. Added a ton of new characters. Um, great ending to Han Solo's journey. Um, great addition, and, and a great addition, um, great additions with Ray, Finn, Poe Dameron, um, who else, uh, there's a lot of other people, um, Rose isn't introduced yet, she doesn't get her introduced till Last Jedi, I don't think, um, but there, but, but is it is a pretty great film, and, if you haven't thought about um watching the new Star Wars movies, I definitely hope you check it out because I definitely really want um you to check it out if you haven't already. Because, you know, some people hate them, 
Some people love them. I, I'm with the love group for two of them. I mean, I, I have mixed feelings about The Rise of Skywalker. I think it's a little too hated, but it's, it's like, it's not, they definitely messed up while making it. And I actually really liked The Last Jedi. My only problem was that it maybe dragged on a little bit. Um, like, once they finally get to the planet with the skids, skidsters or whatever, like, um, or I'm like, we're only there, bro? What the hell? Um, but it's a little annoying, but, um, it's not on this list. That didn't make it. Although, all these movies, I'm pretty sure, I have them all at four stars or above, so, and I think I would rate Star Wars The Last Jedi at probably four, maybe 3.5, um, so, most of these, if not all of them, I would rate four stars. Um, sorry if I missed any of your um, other suggestions, but the or any of your favorite requels, which are soft reboots with supporting characters from the original films. Um, sorry if I forgot about you guys, or forgot about those. Definitely um, send them to me, DM me. Um, on my Twitter, um, which I'll get, I'll plug the, all my socials in at the end. Um, so number two, I have Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife is just an incredible film in general. Like, I don't think I had a moment where I didn't enjoy the hell out of this movie. Um, like, I remember, I think I rated it like a 4.5 out of 5. Is that right? Yeah. So, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than... A lot of people did. Um, I mean, I, I I heard a lot of great things about it, but I also heard some pretty not-so-great things about it that I think are a lot that shouldn't be... It's kind of hard to explain. Um, I heard a lot of things about these film, or this film that I don't agree with. Like, they did um, Spangler, A Disservice, or not Spangler... Um, but yeah, Spangler, um, Harold Ramis at this service, they disrespected him. I don't know why people said that at all. I think, if anything, it honored him. Um, they would have dedicated the entire movie, but I definitely think that you should check it out. I, my friend Dom, the one I was mentioning earlier, doesn't like the Ghostbusters franchise at all. His favorite one is the my least favorite, so, um, I don't really know. But number two is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Number three is Creed 2. Creed 2, I think, is just my favorite Rocky movie. I'm not even going to lie. Um, both Creed movies are four stars. Just This one's 4.5. Um, if you want to go read my reviews, they're on Letterboxd, which I will have plugged in my bio. Um, so, um, definitely, I think, had a lot more, like, stakes than the original. Like, he's worried about his kid getting, like, hearing loss or being deaf. And he gets um, Tessa Thompson's character pregnant, and it's really it's really good. I think they get married. Um, I'm sure I'm not sure. I haven't watched it in like two months. I probably should remember it, but um, I just remember that. So I definitely recommend these two if you haven't already seen them. Can't wait for the third one, which comes out later this year. So, but I don't think that one has a Rocky. So. They better not have killed him off, because I'm going to be pissed. Um, but, yeah. Number four, I have Jurassic World. Jurassic World definitely had a lot of mixed feelings. I, I heard a lot 
of complaints about it. And 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 the next one, I know a lot of people are gonna be like, "Wait, you put this above um my next one?" And I'm like, "Yep, I sure did." Um, but I really think that they're both amazing films. So, um, please, these are just my opinions. So please don't get mad at me. <laughs> um, but Jurassic World, I think, was really great. Um, this is definitely a um requel because it has. Um, well, the new one coming out is gonna have, um, uh, Sam Neill and, um, what's his name? Jeff Goldblum in it, and also the other lady that I forgot about her name. Um, but it also has great additions, like Bryce Dallas Howard, and, um, what's it called? Um, ah, I forgot his name. Is it Vincent D'Onofrio? I don't think that's right. That doesn't sound right. Oh, but it has Chris Pratt. It was definitely a great addition to the Jurassic franchise. Like he just, he can definitely do a, um, a serious role if you want him to. But he's great in comedy as well. Yes, it was Vincent D'Onofrio. I was right. Um, it also has Judy Greer, who's another um great actor that I really, um, that I really respect and I enjoy her work. It also has Ty Simpkins, who you might not know. But he he was he was the kid or the, he was the young young kid. He was, I think he he was the kid in Iron Man three. Yeah, he was. Um, so he he's the kid in Iron Man three. He was also um did the cameo in Avengers Endgame. He's also the main character in or the main kid in Insidious. So that was pretty cool. Um, and also Nick Robinson. He's a kid from Love Simon, and yeah, so. Jurassic World's definitely my number four. So this is the one. Number five is the one that I know a lot of people are going to get mad at me about. But number five, I have Blade Runner 2049. Please don't get mad at me. Um, Blade Runner 2049. It's just it's just amazing. I, 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 ha- I have it on DVD. Um, and I just really enjoyed this entire film. Um, Ryan Gosling and Anadarmas are both great. Um, along with Harrison Ford, Sylvia Hoax. Um, they're both, they're all amazing actors, um, but definitely having, um, uh, Ryan Gosling complete, or continue the role, or continue, or replace Harrison Ford as the main, as the main character was definitely a pretty good move, although Harrison Ford is still pretty much a main character anyway, he's like, nope, if I'm gonna be in it, I'm gonna be the main character, I'm gonna be the main character. Um, but it is a great movie. But can I talk about Ryan Go- or that car though, bro? It's so amazing, bro. Like that one. Okay, I don't really know how to explain it, but whatever. Number six, I've Tron Legacy. I feel like I'm gonna get a little bit of crap for this. Um, but I don't know. I really, really liked it. Um, I thought that it was all really good. Um, the the arena fight that um. Um, what's his name? Um, Sam gets stuck in at the beginning is one of my favorite scenes, and like he's just fighting. Like I think his name is Garrett something Garrett Hedwind. Is that right? Yeah, it's right. Um, but he was he was really great in this. Um, I haven't seen him in very many other things. I saw him in er. No, I don't think he was in anything else. Hmm. So, um, it also has Jeff Bridges, who's another amazing actor, and you don't know him, he's Obadiah Stane, 
in um, Iron Man. He's also in he's he's in a lot of movies. Um, but he was also in um, uh, Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Surfs up. He's in the original Tron, so that that's what makes this a um, requel. Although I haven't really seen the original Tron, I kind of got bored because that the CGI was so shit. But um, I definitely enjoyed this one a lot. Um, I definitely I'll have to eventually check out the original Tron, um, but apparently it's not that good. So I, I'll try. I'll definitely watch it eventually. So, for number seven, I have X-Men, Days of Future Past. This is definitely the best X-Men re- or reboot. reboot or It's not a reboot. It has Hugh Jackman. He's the main character in it. Um, but also has Patrick Stewart, who supports him as they move on with the new generation of X-Men, which includes Mystique's, or, um, oh gosh, I can't believe I forgot her name, Jennifer... Lawrence's Mystique, um, James McAvoy's, um, what's it called, or James McAvoy's, uh, Patrick Stewart, all great, um, I really, um, enjoyed James McAvoy as his, um, as, is as, as, I'm tripping today, as, um, Professor X, he definitely did a great job, um, he didn't do as well of a job as he as um he did in or he did a pretty good job he did I really liked him in X Men First Class I really thought that that was enjoyable um and he definitely brought that to the big screen I really liked when um Hugh Jackman first meets him and then he's like I'll tell you the same thing you said when I met you you f off. I'm not going to say it here, but I normally would say it, but I'm not going to say it here because I've already, because this is like, this isn't um, rated, um, whatever the E rating's called, rated uh, explicit, so I'm definitely just not going to say it. <laughs> I'm a pussy. Um, so for number eight, Halloween 2018, um, definitely is my favorite, um, or it's not my favorite Halloween movie. The original definitely blew it out of the water. But um, it's definitely up there. Um, I love um, David Gordon Green's interpretation of it. And Laurie Strode is an unforgettable character. And they can't just ditch um, Jamie Lee Curtis in the um, role. And this is another Judy Greer movie. So she, she's she got to stick around, bro. Um, She's a really good actor. But um, it just continues what happens. I think it just goes out right off of Halloween Resurrection. I don't think it reboots it. But it's been a while since I watched Halloween 2018. I think it was like a couple months before I did my Halloween ranking episode um, before Halloween. So I definitely think that this is a great movie. Um, definitely go check it out if you have if or definitely watch the Halloween franchise if you haven't already. I don't, yeah, I'm just going to stop right there. Number eight, nine, nine is Scream 2022. Um, This is the entire reason why I'm even doing this movie, because this is literally a reboot. And the way they, spoiler alert, got rid of Dewey, 
I see a lot of people getting pissed about that online. They're like, oh, it's stew. No, it's not. It's not stew. No, go screw yourself. It's not stew. Um, I hate to break it to you. It's not stew. I'd, I'd enjoy it to be stew, but it's not stew. So stop with that theory. It's not stew. He literally got demolished, so it's not stew. <laughs> um, but it is a great movie. Um, I reviewed it last week on my podcast episode, so you could definitely go check that out. So for number 10 is the only movie that has a sequel on here, and it is Creed. Or, well, Creed. Just the original Creed. Um, another four-star um, movie. Um, definitely great. I loved um, Michael B. Jordan in it the first time I watched it, which was just not that long ago, probably like a month or two ago. I think I watched it, I watched it in February. So, yeah, two months ago. Um, so, yeah, definitely go check it out if you haven't already. I definitely recommend watching the Rockies before this, so... But the Rockies, they're all good up until five's the worst. Six is good again, but five's definitely, that five sucks. Like, I hated that movie so much. Like, I loathed it with all my heart and soul. And I will continue to loathe it with my heart and soul until I die. Which is probably, hopefully, going to be in another 60, 70 years. So, I hate this, I hate Rocky Five with all my heart. And you, at least you know what the bottom is when I eventually do a review of a ranking of all the Rocky movies. So, yeah, you know it's at the bottom because I absolutely loathe Rocky Five. So never ask me, hey, movie cast, do you like Rocky Five? I'm going to be like, hell no, I hate Rocky Five. I'm gonna, and then I'm going to like probably cuss you out for saying, because I already mentioned that I don't like it, so why would I, why would I like it? So, yeah. So, those are my rankings of all of the requels that I know. Um, definitely message me in the DMs or send me a sh- or shoot me a text or, or on Gmail saying what I missed. So, yeah. Those are all my rankings. Okay. So, for this week, we have three new trailers for this segment. Um, we have one for Thor, Love and Thunder. We have one for... A new movie rated R horror called The Black Phone for all your horror lovers out there. And we have a a, um, a final one is the new one for Top Gun Maverick, which is I'm a little late to the party too. But it's such an amazing trailer, I had to put it in here and discuss it. So, let's just get right into it. Okay, so to talk about Thor Love and Thunder trailer. This trailer looks absolutely beautiful, like... Honestly, it's definitely up there with Marvel's best rate, uh, best movie trailers. Um, it, I think it made top five of the most watched trailers. Like, um, like I know number or like the most watched trailer in its opening day. I think um, I know Spider Man No Way Home got the most with like three hundred million or something. Then it was Endgame, Infinity War. Then it might have been Love and Thunder. There might be something else in between. But it's definitely an amazing trailer. Um, You get to see um, the Guardians. And it got a little controversial with um, Peter Quill Quill and Chris Pratt's character, Peter Quill. And, like, people are saying, ah, he's homophobic. Like, I don't think that... Because, like, there was a scene where um, Star-Lord and... um, Thor were next to each other, and um, Chris Pratt was, like, just staring into the eyes of the people you love, and then Thor's just trying to get in the, his um, eye length or eye view or whatever, and 
He's like, no, not you. I was talking about them. He's like, oh, okay. And then, like, people were all like, that's homophobic. You didn't, there's no guys over there. I'm like, like hey, Groot's, technically, Groot's a guy, bro. <laughs> he was looking at Groot, my G. Um, but I don't know. Um, it does look pretty good. Um, hope we get to see uh, Chris Hemsworth call Rocket Raccoon a rabbit again. Uh, <laughs> um, Groot looks pretty good in it. Um, everybody looks really good. Um, his new costume slaps, so, like, that looks awesome. I'm not even gonna joke that. I would definitely watch that just for the costume. Like, Halloween costume, boys. Like, that. that's sick. And there's a scene where he's planting um, Stormbreaker in the ground. It's like, my hands are tools for peace. Like, that's, like, the first shot, too. So it's really amazing. Definitely hope you go check it out. Now, I'm just going to play that short clip. These hands were once used for battle. Now they're but humble tools for peace. I need to figure out exactly who I am. Okay, so now it is time for a trailer called The Black Phone. It sounds very spooky. And not gonna lie, it looks like a really, really, really good horror movie that I'll probably check out. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, usually, I haven't really started watching horror movies until earlier, probably October, September, probably about last year sometime, probably like June. Um, like, when I was, like, 13, like, I was obsessed with them, or not 13, like, 10, probably, yeah, 13, um, I was obsessed with them, and then it took a long break, got into Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and now I'm into all of the, all of the above, so, the Black Phone really looks interesting, like, he, this guy kidnaps a kid, and then kids are trying to get out and stuff, I think it's gonna be based on the kid trying to get out of this guy's place where he kidnapped him um kind of like ice cream the game <laughs> probably no one's probably played that but ice scream it's ice scream it's like rob the ice cream man kidnaps kids they have to escape it's kind of like i don't really know how to explain it but it's kind of like granny um i'm not even gonna lie this this looks really good well shot kind of reminds me of the movie possum in the in the tone, and it's definitely not going to be like it, but it's definitely looks really good so far. Um, so yeah, let's just get into the trailer. Would you like to see a magic trick? I was really starting to like you. Finny. I almost let you go. 
So now for our third and final trailer, I'm going to get into Top Gun Maverick, the trailer. And it looks really good. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to this. It's definitely one of my most anticipated movies of this year. Um, I'm not even going to lie. This looks awesome. Like, Tom Cruise is actually going to be in the planes instead of it being like a simulator. He's Well, he's not flying it, but he's in the back and stuff. And um, we see that he wasn't their first choice, but... Um, Val Kilmer's character from the original chose him to um, lead the um, team or whatever, or train them, and it looks really good. The action seats all look good. The fighter pilots flying around looks really great, so I'm really excited for this. The original was a five-star film, and I just can't wait for it. Um, The soundtrack was amazing. I hope it's as good as it was in the original, so yeah. Um, we'll just play the Top Gun Maverick 2 trick. What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. What kind of mission is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? Okay, so now it is time to move on to our reviews portion of this week's episode. So, normally, I would have two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven movies that I would have had to review, but I decided to put oh seven and ha- let them have all completely different episodes. So, I'm going to probably do that a lot more now, and... They're just going to have their completely own episodes, an entire episode dedicated to that certain film. And so far, the ones that I've chose to have a specific episode based on them is The Batman, Morbius, Sonic 2, The Atom Project, Turning Red, Die Hard, A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, The Matrix, Constantine, and Now You See Me. So... If you like my reviews, then you'll then be sure to check these out. If you've seen any of these movies, they will be spoilers. So um, be sure to watch the film before listening to my review. Um, most of these are four and above, except for a certain one, um, which you probably can guess. Um, and yeah, so I definitely really hope that it. It takes off maybe a little bit. Hopefully, you all check them out. But, yeah, so these reviews that I have for today are both Channing Tatum movies. They're both, one of them is pretty old, but the other one just came out. And one of them is titled Dog, and the other is called The Lost City. So, let's get into it. Okay, so for the first review of this week, we have Dog. Now, Dog is a Channing Tatum movie that... Honestly, I expected it to be a lot like Max or something like that. Um, it was not. Um, it had tons of sh- um, the uses of word shit. Um, one F-bomb, 
that you could barely hear. It's from Under the Bridge scene. Um, bitch ass. Those are all used. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely not your standard kids movie. It's PG-13, um, but it is pushing it. Sexual references, so if you're, like, in the five, don't watch it, but I don't really care. Even if you are five, I don't really care. I'm not stopping you. Watch it. It's a good movie. Um, but let's get into it. So Channing Tatum is the star of this film. He plays a um, veteran who has like brain or like brain issues, like needs pills and stuff. He's like out of the field because he couldn't um, because he suffered an injury, but he wants to get back in. So in order to get back into the military, he has to bring a guy's dog to his funeral. And this dog is a real problem, but it does have a lot of funny moments in it. Um, for example, I love this spot where he's pretends to be a blind veteran and his service dog, and they get a free room. And then he chases out, and then his dog chases after someone who's dressed as a terrorist. And it wasn't, of course, but he gets blamed, and then he's uh, he um gets. He trips on the ground, and he says, oh, my God, I can see. Like, that made me laugh out loud. That was really funny. But I think they, I saw it in the trailers. I probably would have laughed more if I didn't see the trailer. But, yeah. Um, the acting was great from Channing Tatum, really great. Um, the soundtrack was really good, and it really made me think that we were watching a war movie or but we weren't um the plot was really well um thought out uh what else um i liked that we were able to make new characters and um they could grow on new characters as they drive through the on their way to this guy's funeral um so it was all really touching, and I really, um, the end was really good. Um, it ended really well, but they were essentially going to put down the dog um, after it, but in the end, it all works out, and Channing Tatum gets the dog, and everyone was happily ever after. So, yeah, if I had to rate it, I'd rate it 3.5 out of 5 Rangers. You know, like the thing that he drove all the way. Yeah, 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 that thing. Um, so it's a pretty good movie. Um, I definitely have seen better out of Channing Tatum, but it is pretty good. Um, I recommend if you haven't seen it already. So that's my review of Dog. Okay, so for the second and final review of this week, we have a review for The Lost City. Lost City stars Sandra Bullock. Channing Tatum, Brad Pitt, Daniel Radcliffe. Pretty stacked cast, I'm not even going to lie. Um, Brad Pitt was great in it for the short time he was in here um, until he got shot in the head. But the post credit scene was pretty funny, I'm not even going to lie. Um, so, yeah. What else? Um, Channing Tatum was great in this. Um, him and Sandra Bullock had a lot of chemistry. And the ending really um, was great when they're on the beach and they're kissing and stuff. Um, I really liked, um, Channing Tatum as comic relief. He was really funny. Um, Channing Tatum's just a funny dude. Love him in, like, 21 Jump Street. Um, 
love him in um, G.I. Joe. It's probably the best thing about those movies. A small, a small foot wasn't that good. Um, Twenty Two Jump Street, <laughs> uh, Lego Movie. He would played Superman, but yeah. So, I really think that this movie had borrowed a lot from The Secret of Nim, in a way. Or no, that's Nim's Island. Nim's Island. Um, you probably haven't seen that, but essentially, it's a movie. Where a journalist and his daughter live on an island, and it's basically the same thing. So, this movie really reminded me of that, but it was definitely better. Um, Daniel Radcliffe was a great villain in this. Um, it also gave me kind of Uncharted vibes, where they're trying to find a secret treasure chest in the Lost City. Um, although, I did like Uncharted better. Um, what else? I really think that this movie brought a lot of great chemistry between characters that normally we wouldn't see on the big screen together, like Daniel Radcliffe and Brad Pitt. Like normally we wouldn't see them together, although they didn't share any scenes. They, um, I really did like um, the, all the entire um, thing from switching from badass Brad Pitt to squirmy Channing Tatum punching guys that Brad already punched and kind of basically like um that one gal from Peacemaker where she was shooting people after Peacemaker already shot him um but yeah it was a pretty good film I definitely recommend if I had to rate it I rate it again 3.5 out of 5 novels I was gonna rate it like crab um necklaces but I I didn't really know the name of it because I'm kind of stupid like that but, yeah, so that's my review of The Lost City. Thank you guys so much for listening to this belated episode of The Movie Cast. I really appreciate it. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at MainMovieCast. Follow me on Letterboxd, The Movie Cast. Um, Instagram, The Underscore Movie Cast. Um, basically it. Um, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Sorry for the delay. Um, but we do have a quite a couple episodes coming out. Um, I'll try to stick more to my Friday rule than I have in the past couple weeks. Um, so yeah, uh, definitely appreciate every one of you that has made it to the end of this episode. Again, shout out to my friends Dom, Luke Daniels, and Dom, Luke and Dom. You know who you are. Um, follow them on Twitter. Doms is at Mr. Dom Sir. Um, and Luke's is at LDXPT. Um, he's he basically just um talks about the Walking Dead and stuff. Um, and Dom, he loves Star Wars. So, yeah, um, thank you guys so much for listening, really appreciate it. Um, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye. See you at the movies.